to another episode of uh, Unwrapped, your favorite rap podcast. Uh, it's me, I your co-host, K Pricks. I'm joined by my other co-host. I'll let him introduce himself. What's going on, everybody and anybody? Uh, this is your co-host, Max Cambria, Max underscore Cambria <clears throat> on most social media. Snapchat, Kate Pricks. Um, what are we talking That's about That's not today? my Snapchat or your Snapchat. Whose Snapchat is that? Oh, I thought that was your Snapchat. No. What's your Snapchat? <laughs> not important right now. Just tell me. No. Just tell me. No. It's just me and you here. <laughs> That's false. Just me and you. Go ahead. Is it Kalen Price 98? No. That's a good guess, though. That's my email. My one email. You not give that out either. What are we talking about today, Kalen? What are we talking about today, Max? What? What are we talking about? I don't know, man. You brought me into the office today. No, well, you willingly came here. This is a studio, by the way. Um, we are talking about um, rap collaboration within these collective groups. What are we talking about? That means... Like Revenge of the Dreamers 3 just dropped um, last week or during this past week. And uh, that is basically everybody under Dreamville uh, got together with some of these legendary, according to social media, sessions and recorded an album. So these groups under one heading, let's say, under one label, but one group. Anything uh, I failed to mention there, Kalen? No, you uh, pretty much covered it all, man. And um, we're going to talk about how these albums, how they come together, kind of, and we're going to touch on what we think about them. And uh, we're just going to brush over a few, a few of the big hitters. I'm sure there's more out there. Let's uh, let's just start with Revenge of the Dreamers, because that just came out. Be a nice hot take, nice intro. And it's number three, so you want to start the third with the third one. one. It is the third one that just came out. We can start with that one, or we just start with Revenge of the Dreamers. Well, Revenge of the Dreamers, when it first started, was just like Cole. Like, the first one, I'm pretty sure, was just like Cole and a couple other people. But yeah. two, two was okay. Three, I think, is really in the headlines because of his newest acts. Jid, especially. And Nudie. Nudie featured, but he's not on Dreamville. No. He's not on Dreamville yet? He's, no. Why is he featured? He is that who he was about. tweeting about? He's just one of the special guests. Is that is that who he was tweeting about? Because he said in a tweet after the album dropped that uh, you're going to hear someone on this album that you've never heard before. Who was Who is that supposed to be? Um, Definitely not Nudie. I mean, Nudie no, dropped not. a project like it a, might have been a, producer a month too. before that. I think it was about a producer. Snoopy put out a project, and this project was pretty well received. I liked it. Um, Supposed to be coming to Buffalo for all you local listeners at some point. At some point. Um, yeah, third one, Cole, Dreamville, Jed. Jed really ate on that project, man. Jed did eat on that project. But you know who else ate, surprisingly, is Buddy. Not even a Dreamville artist, just the one of the special guests who just got invited out. Yeah, he was pretty good. Said he was just hopping into every room, just laying down a verse and just leaving. And I'm pretty sure he's, uh, as far as guests go, he has one of the most verses. So pretty interesting. And all of his verses are pretty good. His verses are pretty good. Jay's is pretty good. Earth King put it on a, a song that's going to be on their album, too, which is weird for albums to do, I kind of think, sometimes. But it's good promotion. 
And uh, wasn't Boz on it a couple times? Yeah, he is um, part of Dreamville. He had, um, I think he was either tied with Jid or just underneath Jid in terms of uh, number of verses. Um, there, there's like some whole statistic page out there that like broke it all down. It's actually pretty interesting to look at. Um, I just can't remember the facts off the top of my head, but Bass was up there, Jid's up there, uh, Cole was up there. And then surprisingly, like all the other Dreamville artists really only had like two, which is interesting. And Cole put Middle Child on a song that came out <laughs> months ago, which was kind of interesting. I didn't think he was going to do that. I think that that was purely um, for the streams, man. Purely to help boost the streams. Maybe. Because if it's under Dreamville, it's releasing by Dreamville and you put that on there. I mean, the money is going to your label. So I guess it's for streams. But I don't know. Hmm. I'm not the biggest fan of that song. It's a good song, but it got overplayed pretty quickly. It got overplayed, sure. But this album's pretty strong, I think, in terms of in terms of Dreamville as a whole. And their promo for it was crazy good. Their promo was very good. Those invites that they yeah. sent out got everybody hype. And then the video, the, the documentary video of the Dreamers that they dropped with it that showed everybody uh, in the studio and had the talking and snippets. Also, pretty, pretty hype. Actually, that documentary caused that song Wells Fargo to be on the project. It was originally going to be left off. Very wild. Hmm. Cause that's arguably one of the hottest songs on that project. Yeah. Would they have released it by itself? What would they have done with it? I think they would have just kept it. Vaulted it. Yeah. Apparently there's like a hundred some songs from these sessions and we got 20 something. So I mean, yeah, obviously there's true. no issue vaulting. I guess not. How many songs? Uh, dude, it's all in the statistics page. It was like a hundred and, um, a hundred and something. They put out like 20. There's like 80 waiting. I don't have Twitter anymore, so I can't search this, but it was like some Twitter page. I think it's like, um, I think the Twitter page is called like rap by the numbers or something. Hmm. Or albums by the numbers, something by the numbers. Or hip hop by the numbers. What is it? Hmm. We're gonna find it real quick, folks. Yeah, brief intermission here. Well, they got the invitation <clears throat> list. So was Six Slack uh, on it? No, he wasn't. He was invited, it says. Uh, he was invited. I think he was there. And I think his songs also got vaulted along with West Side Gun and like a couple other people. So I found that page, actually. Um, Let me just see if I can find these tweets. What the hell? I like when people changed them to say like Michael Sarah, Dude. Why did they not have Isaiah Rashad on this if he was invited? That man's... I don't know if he actually showed up. I don't... He, I don't does, think he, he has a project coming clips. out. I think even if he showed up, he was probably like, I have a project and I want to do anything this early. Yeah. Who knows? That could, that He's could so low-key. Let's see. Shmino was on what? Once? Shmino was on... Okay, so Revenge of the Dreamers 3 splits. Uh, this is in percentage of total lyrics. So 
Smito had 2.6% of lyrics. Boss had 2.9. Um, number one, J. Cole had 18.6. So he's like a good portion. It's and then portion. Jid is second. Yeah, this is portion in terms of uh, total lyrics. Yeah. And then Jid had 9.4. So Jid was two. Buddy was number six. Squap Dad was uh, five. Loot three. Johnny Venus four, who is... um. One half of Earth Gang. Uh, interesting, though. Very interesting. Benny the Butcher got invited. He did. What? Uh, these stats are pretty, pretty interesting. But I can't find the one where it's like actual number of words. Oh, yeah. Uh, 120 plus songs recorded. 100 plus artists slash producers involved in recording. Uh, 25 artists were only credited on the actual project. And then uh, only 16 songs, I believe. So, like, that's a lot of songs that are missing, man. That is a lot of songs. That is a lot of songs that are missing. What will they do with those? Who, Who knows? knows? Yeah. I think they'll release, like, one as singles, maybe. I don't know, man. Maybe they could do a Revenge of the Dreamers 3.1, 3.2. I don't, with 120 songs, you can fucking... You could just stack those, man. Like, I don't yeah, know if they cool would ever if he put divided the can into two camps and they competed for a better album. That would have been cool, but I don't know if it necessarily would have worked with how much jumping around there was. Like, yeah, that's how true. could you force someone on one team? That's true. I wonder who arranged this album finally. J. Cole? Um, I believe it was the president of Dreamville, J. Cole and the, the president. Just they picked and arranged it? Yeah, I believe. <laughs> I can't think of the guy's name. Um, hmm. It's like J. Cole's right hand man. Um, like the main business guy. I think he sat down and was like, he's the one who picked songs and decided what was left off, I'm pretty sure. And I don't know his reasoning. I don't think he tweeted out his reasoning, but mm. very interesting. That's weird. Um, but this, but Dreamville as a whole, which is uh, is under what? Dreamville's under what? As a label? Yeah. Um, I don't know. You would have to search that. I be, I I want to say Rock Nation, but I that could be totally wrong. Oh, it's Dreamville and Interscope. Oh, it says right up here. Yeah. Um. But okay. So, as a whole, as a whole, that that group, Dreamville, they're doing pretty well for the for 2019, and they're trying to sail it in to 2020, I believe, as a collective, as a group. As a group, yeah, they've been doing well. Um, Is their brand fluid? Is this album a reflection of their brand? I think so. I think because that's it. Sometimes, it, as it could be, I think so. I think it reflects everything perfectly. I mean, Cole is known as like the good secluded rapper who just comes out to show love. He invite a bunch of people out, put a bunch of people on his project. I mean, I don't. And he rides think his bike be, around. And he rides his bike around. You rode your bike today. I did ride my bike today. I don't have dreads as long as J Cole though. You don't have dreads at all. Yeah, I didn't say I did. You the way you formed that. I don't it think was like that. Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> so Dreamville as a group, I think they're very on brand, especially the last like three three years going. This would be the third 2020, 2019, 2020. Um, yeah, it's only being built upon. I mean, when did... I think like they're making massive moves to be recognized as they want people to know off the top, like Jid Dreamville, J. Cole Dreamville, like the people's names. They're really trying to 
boost that as a brand and their their image as the brand is pretty well kept because a lot of yeah. the times well i would say a lot of the times some of the times you make a collab album and it's just kind of like here's an artist here's an artist and here's an artist in one song it's the sound they're not like aiming for some on-brand sound but this album based on things that have already come out in under dreamville i think it really stuck to that kind of like thing they were doing or have been doing yeah it's definitely a good project it flows i think it perfectly like there's a good verse from pretty much everybody who's on dreamville somewhere on that project and i think even just a documentary got like people hot like hype for it which made it even better so i think they're not doing anything wrong i think they can only build i'd like to see a dreamville tour i think that'd probably uh do pretty well especially if it was cold bass and uh and Jed, that could Maybe. probably be a pretty fucking good tour. But who knows? Who knows? Yeah, they're still in the show love phase before like announcing anything else about the album. Still just tweeting like these sessions were amazing, blah blah blah. So yeah, and what uh, you want to move on to the, well, let's the move next on. one? Let's let's ride this train. Where would you like to go next? What? Where would you like to go next? <sighs> I guess we just go down the list, huh? Sure. Let's go for it. Then Cozy Tapes, the ASAP Bringing mob. it back. Yeah. The last one dropped a little bit ago. Cozy Tapes 3 was supposed to be on the way. Obviously, ASAP Rocky is uh, in a Swedish uh, prison right now. Yeah. Free Rocky. We should we should pause and talk about that for a second. Yeah. Free, uh, free Rocky. Gets hustled by these dudes who allegedly might have been under... Like her might be under investigation already for harassment and were seen like disrespecting a woman. They were drunk. Um, they were drunk. They were disrespecting women, grabbing women's asses and stuff. Um, the one guy said ASAP Rocky's security broke his headphones. Um, right. They're like, right. that's not true. And then he started, they started following Rocky and his group. Obviously, you're not supposed to follow rappers around. Like, get your picture, say what you got to say, but don't follow them. They have places to be. Um, and they're just—he was just following them down the street and saying shit, harassing. He swung his headphones apparently and hit the security guard, and then um, the video we saw ensued. Um, and yeah, that's that's the story. I mean, he'll be out of prison, I think, in a couple of weeks. But this is all weird. <laughs> It's very weird. Super it's, strange. It's literally just Sweden trying to make an example out of a rapper. There's, and if you look, and this is why it's so funny if you look, because Andrew Schultz, the comedian, his friend literally went through the same exact thing in Sweden. Got in trouble for a fight, got locked up, um, went through the same exact process. You stay in inhumane conditions for a little bit so they can try to break you after that. You move to the Swedish jails that everybody always hear about, the ones that are like a piece of cake. And then that guy only got a fine, and he beat up like um, a bouncer who there is like under city staff. Well, the fact that beat up is even in the sentence, it's yeah. worse. But so he got fined, and they let him go, and he only has to pay a fine. So what's funny about this is like they're keeping him, they want him to serve jail time and shit. That's not going to happen. It's going to be a fine. No. It's going to be done. He'll be out. But. Soon. Everyone's making a big deal out of it. It's there's a lot of fake things going on about it because yeah, <laughs> people were saying like that there was information on these kids before and like it was all like not of all of it was true. So you, it's really hard to it's hard to say what's 
true and what's because not. like the inhumane c- conditions. His ASAP's lawyer or representative, someone said, tweeted that they're not inhumane. That just kind of smells bad a little bit. So literally, the dude said he's like, We're, "We stayed in the same prison." He's like, "The prison he's in now." He was like, "It's the same thing. You sleep on a yoga mat and you only get water for like the first couple of weeks, and then you get transferred to a real, a real prison cell, and it's it's a cakewalk." So that's just them trying to get him out a little bit earlier by saying he's staying. Right. And in humane conditions. And the internet just like swung with that, but it wasn't necessarily a thing. Well, free Rocky, you know, he'll be free. But it'd be funny if they, they had footage of this. It's like a documentary. I'd like to see some of it. Like there's a, definitely like a long video about this that we're not seeing. Because um, we only saw that one part of that one video. Well, who are you looking at outside of that window? Nothing. There's just this car out there and it's skeeving, man. know who that is who actually I don't, I don't even know bro what is it doing they're just dancing or something in their car i'm not even playing <laughs> what <laughs> look at these dudes out here they're fucking bopping man they must be listening to some heat what the fuck is but anyway we gotta switch studios uh <laughs> what you, no this is a, not a bad place anyways um so yeah, Cozy Tapes 1 and Cozy Tapes 2. Cozy Tapes 3 is supposed to come, but it's put on hold. That's how we went down this whole rocky rabbit hole. But um, what is this, Cozy Tapes 1? This is just a track list and like who's on it. Dude, seven minutes for Lamborghini High. I always forget how long that song is. Well, that is. first half is just the skit. Right, it's just that whole skit. Which is... Uh, this one, and Playboy Cardi was on on 1. That was when he was early, like still... Yeah, that still is, early. Uh, That's interesting. I didn't. I didn't remember that. Telephone, on, uh, telephone, telephone calls. calls. No, he's on two. He's on. Um, oh yeah, and he's on London, he's on London Town, and then he's on telephone calls. Yeah, crazy. But he's about Wilson. to have a pretty big year too. Cardi will probably. Out. Yeah, he's his year's probably gonna be huge. What did you think of that project? It was number though? four on the U.S. chart. Back in 2016. So this is three years ago. Then they dropped two the next year. Was it, it the next year? It might have been. Well, what what did you think of one first? Like, I liked one. I, we should talk about the ratings. Of, it, I mean, uh, I like one better than two. That's interesting. I like two more, I think. Maybe it's just because 2016 was such a hot, hot year. Like it was such 2016 a, was a the songs, very hot maybe year. That, maybe I'm just year biased. But what were the... Andrew C.J. was on it. Crazy Brazy... Runner, telephone calls. Juicy J features heavily on a lot of Rocky's stuff. Yeah. He always is on at least like one project, I feel like, which is interesting. He's a low-key guy still. I mean, when you were in 3-6 Mafia, you, yeah. can, you can do whatever you want to do. That's true. I still listen to Stay Fly, you know? <laughs> Great song. Um, Yeah, so it peaked at number four on the U.S. charts, 153rd in France. I just think it accurately... Represented what the uh, ASAP Mob brand was. See, it's hard to say on this one because, first of all, they did this kind of like a, a tribute because Yams had had died. Yeah. Um. So they were kind of going on that 
that. So I think that as a whole, if like you're talking about the brand, no. But as as like this event that had happened and they're kind of reminiscing on their life and then yes. up to that point, then yes. But I don't think it was necessarily on ASAP brand. You know what I'm saying? Those ratings are uh, pretty good on that joint, yo. Seven out of ten, four stars. Seven XXL gave it a 10, four out of five. Four out of five. The Metacritic score was a 78 out of 100. That's not bad. That's No, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's I, pretty I, good I, for a project. I like the um, how Lords Never Worry. Was that? All right. Yeah, that was the first one they put out. Um, that's like a mixtape. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's a mixtape contains verses from ASAP Mob Group and members. All right. But, um, <clears throat> but like I said, like I liked Cozy Tapes Volume 1 a lot. And Volume 2 did come out volume two later. It wasn't as of a hitter for me. Like, if, let me look at this track well, list. Volume one was titled Friends. So I found that interesting. And then volume two technically is too cozy. So I feel like the first one, which kind of had like these real heavy hitting songs from like features from multiple people versus like this one where it's a lot more skits. Like it, the people are kind of cut down a little bit. Like there's only like two or three people in each song. Look at these writers. Yeah, those writers are. Who? None of them are writing this album? No. Oh, he's on a song. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see that now. So, th- so they got like a team of writers, bro. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Well, that just nine. might be each person's actual... Name? Name, name. Yeah, it might be. Rocket Myers is Rocky. Like, that's um, right. That's Rocky. Um, Jordan Carter is Playboy Cardi. Oh, it's Gucci Man. Yeah. Roderick Davis is Gucci Man. I don't know who Adam Kirkman is. <laughs> yeah, what? Pierre Bourne. I mean, that's a producer. That's, yeah, producer. Whose project Jordan was pretty Jenks. good. Oh, Pierre Bourne is Jordan Jenks, so he's writing. Oh, that's interesting. That is interesting. Sean, Sean Anderson, Big Sean. Big Sean wrote for them? What? Well, he has oh, yeah, song. he's on the song right Yeah, there. he's on Frat Rules. Yeah, but like, okay, so Perrier, Perrier was good <clears throat> for a while, but then it got played a lot. Um, hmm. Perrier was good. Um, I like the bag is good. Yeah. Bahamas is pretty good. Bahamas is like a very, very good like posse cut like everybody's just rapping first year being rich that's good um oh what happens is also like a pretty good posse cut that features like uh beast coast raph was obviously a big one for that raph was big yeah um i didn't like how many skits there were on this project though. there's a lot of skits and they're not like good skits either it's like you're in school Huh? Yeah, I don't know, man. This this project, maybe it was the skits, maybe because it was broken up. Maybe it was because I I don't know. I just didn't think this was as as good as maybe. And this is more on brand for them for, uh, as a whole. I think the first one is more on brand. I think the second one is more of like they just want to put out a second cozy tapes. I mean, those skits in these songs don't even like flow together. No, they're just they're all separate, which is weird. You normally want skits to flow. It peaked also at number four. It's interesting. So it's the same effect. It's like the same fans. Just listen to it. Yes. Interesting. 
but I uh, wasn't the biggest fan of that one. No, I was the biggest fan of that one in in terms of cozy tapes, but the skits wise, no, I'm not a fan. Yeah, I could do without them. I could do without skits as a whole. No, I like some skits. They got to be short though, and they got to be like the only skit in that's line good. with the song. Well, let me take this back. There's yes, I agree with you, but for the most part, if it's just like skits on an album, not skits on a song, they're normally not good. No, they're normally pretty long and they're normally pretty dumb. Yeah, and they don't make sense. There's but like a good more. skip at the beginning and then close that song out with the end of the skit. It's nice. Yeah, I can see how that's enjoyable. Um, any final thoughts on the ASAP group? Are you expecting them to, uh, after Rocky gets out, are you expecting, what are you expecting from that? Music? Um, Interviews? Probably an interview. Maybe a song. And then maybe Cozy Tapes 3 again. Really? Maybe. I don't know how much a Sweden prison can affect you. It's not going to affect them. (laughs) And if he milks the effect, it affecting him, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, I don't. Who knows? The ASAP Mob is such a interesting group. <laughs> yes, they are. They are. I don't like. I don't even know where to pinpoint someone. What their moves are. What will be coming? Like I don't know. Let's move on. Let's move on. Where do you want to move on to? What's next on the list? Baguette. Beast Coast. Okay. Well, this is a super new group. Like it's, I mean, they've done things before and under the Beast Coast name, but they're actually officially like a group now, like a record. I don't want to say label yet, but their formation probably going to form one. Um, the Underachievers, Joey Badass, Flappo Zombies, Kirk Knight, Nick Caution. A lot of people. It was. It is. And they're it now is. actually moving as that group um, completely, which is kind of cool. Are they on a tour right now? They are. Uh, yeah, they that were. might be going on. That might be. That Either might, are Escape from New York, I thought was. Uh, yeah, yeah. Or it might be a second one. Um, Wow. Okay. So it's Joey Badass. Oh, and CJ Fly. And it's a gold and Denzel Curry. Oh, yeah, dude. We can't forget to leave out him. That's a big name in that group now. He's been dropping some stuff. Yeah, but. Was he featured on the Beast Coast Project? We'll find out. Where? Why is this so? Um, was he? Let's see here. I don't think so. He was not. They don't have like the production <laughs> credits on here, but uh, yeah, it peaked at twenty nine. Actually, not bad for that group. For the amount of people on there, eh. but not they're not that huge names. The biggest name on there is Joey Badass. Yeah, but if you're combining Joey Badass's fan group and Flatbush's fan group, which are the same fan group, eh, basically, you could argue that. But you, I, I just would expect better. You got a 6.5 out of 10 from Pitchfork. What are your thoughts? Uh, higher than that for me, but not How much. 
Probably like 7.1. I could say that. I'm yeah. just a Flatbush fan, and I like what Joey's been doing. And if Denzel Curry's also included in this at some point in the future, his stuff has actually been Do you getting... think there'll be a Beast Coast 2 project? Yeah. If How they, soon? Um, it's got to be at least a year. A year? I think the guys in the group are going to start dropping a you couple projects. You don't think projects. they'll go back-to-back, like one year no. to another year? And, no. like, ride the... Maybe, the uh, I mean, maybe. Built. I think that this is going to be their push to mainstream as a group, which is interesting because I don't think Joey and Flatbush have similar fans, but they're not brand wise. They're not they combining their two current images, I don't think is compatible. So like Joey or the Flatbush are going to kind of have this. Joey's been pretty low key, whereas Flatbush has been growing. Yeah. Which I find very interesting. I mean, Joey Badass gave us an album. Let's not forget about it. American it Baby? Yeah. It's a pretty good album. I actually didn't listen to it that much, but I when I did listen to it, I thought it was good. But I it's easily forgettable. It's not like he doesn't have the product. He just doesn't have the promotion. Is it promotion? I don't know. He had a song with Kendrick, didn't he? Sure. He had a lot of songs with a lot of people. You would think that that would help him. That's big. He hangs out with Rocky. A lot of people hang out with Rocky. In Dubai. Maybe not in Dubai, but at least in New York. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a hangout guy. As long as you don't break your headphones on his security guards back, you'll be good. What, um, I mean, I thought the <laughs> album was 7.1. Yeah, probably about. Not that I'm crazy listening to it. It's not even the craziest album I still or listen verses. to it, actually. Um, but Well, I just listened to the intro. That intro, It Ain't Easy, is uh, pretty good to me. But the standout verse for me, and I said this before, was... Uh, it's Kirk Knights on um, uh, Desperado, I think. That one, he like, that's he had some skill on the on, on his lyrics, and he had a good flow, and he, I think that he might be going up this year. Really, I think so. I see it. He, um, he's not bad. He would be putting like the trippy red camp to me. If, like, he were to blow, that's, like, how uh, kind of the following I imagine him having. <laughs> the trippy red camp? Not, not like, the same fans, but the size of the, the fans. That trippy red has a pretty big fan base. Yeah, he's an alright fan base. He's a huge fan base. Yeah, it's okay. What is your beef with trippy red? I ain't got no beef with trippy. <laughs> is it just an okay fan Do you like his project, his last project that he put out? Couldn't tell you. <laughs> I like some of his songs. Can you listen to his project? I, I like some of his songs. <laughs> this is news to me. I didn't know you did not like Trippy. I don't not like him. I just don't know if I like him yet. I just he has a but few songs that I've listened to. Insulted his fan base. They're not that significant yet. They're huge. Not that significant. A lot of them are posers for sure. A lot. Of, everybody. How do you oppose your Trippy fan? Because nobody knows he's not like whether that he's good, good or not. No he's one. Just, no one knows if he's good or not. Nobody. Nobody could tell him. you. I enjoy no, that's him. not that's not he's good. That's you enjoy him. <laughs> tell me if he's good or not. You don't even you don't even know because nobody knows. They're just following him and waiting. They're waiting to see if they like him or not. That's what the, that's all that this is. I'm I'm I don't follow him, but I'm one of them. Like I don't know if I like this guy. See now I got you really admitting why you don't like Trippy. Uh, that's what I wanted. No, I wanted the max monologue know. on Trippy. Red. There is no monologue. <laughs> that, that was a monologue. My monologue ended with an I don't know. I'm waiting to find out if I like him or not. I can't tell. Nobody else can either. I think. There's people Except that would for argue. DJ Academics. I think there's Bitch people ass. 
that would <laughs> you're just creating beef with academics now. Dude, if I saw academics at Whole Foods, I'd smack him. <laughs> like that UFC fighter? Exactly like him. That's hilarious. How much do you have to hate a person to smack them in Whole Foods? I'd smack them right in the cheese aisle or something. And you work at Whole Foods, too, so you... That's uh, not confirmed nor denied. <laughs> I'm going to bleep that right out of this sucker. <laughs> Anyways, no gonna know. everyone's going to know. Uh, you want to move on? Sure, man. Brockhampton, the Saturation Trilogy. What are your thoughts, comments, concerns, questions? Like Brockhampton. I was late to the party. Definitely resisted listening to them. Their wave has fallen off hard. Their wave has fallen off hard. Uh, partly due to that controversy, but more yeah. partly due to iridescence coming out and then just like it not being followed up on with anything. I don't, I mean, they did a tour that they canceled shows for. Yeah. But then, it wasn't really heavily brought out of its release. No, not at all. You kind of listened to it because you heard about Brockhampton or you're a Brockhampton fan and then like you were done. There's some good songs on there. Oh, for sure. There's always some good songs on a Brockhampton project. But. It just didn't, their fan base for sure has fallen off. But, but they got something cooking. I don't know if they do. No, they do like some light promotion about something that's upcoming. Do you think they're as good as they were without uh, Amir? He was the best uh, rapper in the group. He was. For sure. For but, sure. Uh, I think it's about finding a new way to fill that void do you think it's with a person or do you think no, one of them just needs they to could do it in house better? they could do it if they wanted interesting but if they're gonna recruit who they're gonna pick up a local dominic rapper Fike. but he's not a rapper why would they pick up dominic fike because uh do you know who dominic fike is yeah so kevin abstract is a big fan of him his sound kind of fits the brockhampton sound but not as a rapper as more of a singer so I think if they adopted him and then let someone focus more on rapping or let someone become the main rapper, maybe they could get their hype back. Dominic Fike and Brockhampton, what a concept. You're blowing my mind today, Kalen Price. That'd be a good that'd be a good group, man. What it it would be. Dominic Fike's programming doesn't allow him to share Dominic Fike has about four songs out. And all those four songs are bangers. But his creator had to program him a certain way. You think he is a robot? Yeah. Are you saying be. this because you're also a robot? <laughs> no. You said something? I'm not a robot. Allegedly. <laughs> so if Dominic Fike is an industry plant, would that make Brockhampton go complete industry? No. No. They're not, if they haven't gone industry by now, they're not going to industry. Much like Chance. I mean, there's a certain point where you go industry or you don't. I mean, if you don't, yeah, it's probably not coming back around for you, let's be honest. You just see they're going to make it on your own or you're not. I mean, and they made it on their own, so why would they go industry? They have no reason to. There's still Brockhampton fans out there. Yeah. A lot of them. Yeah. Enough to sell out a stadium easily. Sure. Stadium? What's your issue with Brockhampton? 50,000 people? I think, yes. I think they could get... 40,000 people. Because <laughs> 50,000, you're crazy. 
I think they can do festival numbers in a stadium. So let's say, think, let's say twenty. I'll say twenty. I don't know thirty. Twenty is way more reasonable. I said fifty. That's a lot, man. That's a lot of people. All going to a Brockhampton show. You think that a full stadium is actually going to happen? No, I was trying no. to get you to drop oh. your number, and you didn't. Well, I don't know. Twenty, I could believe. I haven't seen them perform recently. I would have to see some. Well, they haven't. I think exactly. they're going to drop music and perform. That's what they're going to do. That's what they're going to try to do to get their hype back. Maybe Dominic Fike's going to be a guest. Maybe they'll do a song with him. Probably. Maybe they already did a song with him. They did. Okay. <laughs> what would you... uh Saturation as a whole trilogy. Have you listened to all of them? Yeah. If you had to average the score of those albums, what would it be? Can I ask you um, something? You haven't given your rating for any of the things we've talked about. (laughs) (laughs) So why don't you give a rating? You want my average rating? Like I asked you? Yeah. (laughs) I'd give it like a 7.5. That's pretty solid. What would you give it? Lower than that. Probably like a 7... Seven even? No. Oh, like a seven three. Seven three. That's not that big of a difference from mine. That's a pretty good key difference though. What made yours a seven three? Seventy three out of a hundred, man. Interesting. Moving on here. Next we got the Black Panther album. Which technically is a collab album. It's only it's <clears throat> TDE. Woo! They technically did a uh, tour, not of that, but all with songs included from it. Did they? The Darien Lake Show man had songs from everything. That was um, just a TDE tour. Yeah, and they basically did Black Panther songs, and then some of their recent stuff, and then some hitters that they have in their catalog. Yeah, I don't remember that show too much. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, because you got you got hey. hit in the head. You got memory loss hey. that day. It's Enough s- out of you. Stop going shopping for bricks without a helmet. You should stop going shopping for bricks without a helmet. I wasn't the one with memory loss that day. I'm going to throw a brick through your window. That'd be... You're paying for it then. You don't know. Black Panther mean. album. What was good on that album? Futures. Features on that album were good. But then he kind of dropped off with this last project. Um, you dropped off? Kendrick, wait, who dropped off? I, was, I didn't hear you. The who dropped off? Kendrick put the can album you, together. Before we move forward, can you tell me who dropped <laughs> if off? If you weren't looking at your phone, you would have heard that. I'm I, gonna make you listen to this episode and writhe. Can you tell me wriggle. who dropped off? And uh, he uh, did he put all this? Did he put? Did he arrange this album? I'm gonna look that up. <laughs> uh, Black Panther. Who album. dropped off? Hey. 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 Mm. All right. Wow, they got a whole look at. How come we looked up twelve albums today, and the Black Panther album gets the whole museum of information? Who did they? Soundwave, Kendrick Lamar, Al Shucks. A lot of pretty good producers on here. It's all the same producer. And the writings, all them. No, it's not. All right. Anyway, here are the track. Here's the track list. Um, all the stars I never really liked. 
I, I thought it was I okay. I liked it until it got so overplayed that it just became disgusting. Um, but, uh, yeah, it got, it got overplayed and everything. King's Dead was good. and That got overplayed, but it, it's, it's, it's all right. Pretty it's still pretty good. good. Yeah. Futures bars on that are great. Did you um, say Future Fellow? Big Shot <laughs> uh, performed by Ken. Oh, did you like Big Shot, Kendrick and Travis? I, I did. didn't like the Travis part of that song. Um, I thought I it could have done better. I think it fit. Pray for me was great. I thought as the weekend, cause like that was like your classic weekend feature, and people have an issue with the weekend sound lately, cause it's pop, and they're worried that he's never gonna go back. But that was like a classic, people? classic weekend feature to me. What do you say to those people who think he's never gonna go back? <laughs> Chapter six, man. You you can't expect. You think to- that's actually coming? Oh yeah. When do you think it's coming? Uh. <sighs> I'd guess if it doesn't drop between September and December, then it's probably going to come in the springtime of that year, which is kind of disappointing because that I hope it's not, it's not going to be pop, but if it comes in the springtime, it's definitely going to be happier. Do you think him and uh, Bella you know are what? still dating? He, oh, yeah. They are? He, yes. No. Yes, they are. Are they? Yes. Dude, I haven't seen anything. Dude, the weekend's life, man. He's, she he's has got not it. posted or said let me about let me just in he, months yeah he if he doesn't drop this album between September really and February because he I can see him dropping a winter album he's one of the artists that could pull it off his image if he has that dark mystique you know cold it's all there but um that was a good that was a good feature for that song and chapter six is gonna be good I just hope it's not near Starboy I like Starboy I do I like think he's single so I think chapter six is gonna be great he's not single yes. <laughs> He's not single. I'm telling you, man. Dude, I'm telling you. I've just been seeing that him and and, and the Hadid are uh, are on the. Are you searching it? He was. She would. Dude, they were together at the Met Gala. Click on that. <laughs> <laughs> this is when the whole thing started again. They were. They left the Met Gala together, and then they pretty much confirmed. Yeah, that was in mid-March, yo. She, in mid-March in 2019, this is when, no, this is when she wrote the happy birthday post to The weekend's mom. It's fucking July, boy. She hasn't posted anything about that, man. Because, you know why? Because they're doing stuff, man. I have reason to believe they're not. They're back together and the romance is sizzling. They fought over Selena Gomez, according to Hollywood Life, which is not really. The weekend liked Bella Hadid's latest bikini Instagram. Boom. So yeah, this man's all over. I'm not just gonna look up tabloid anymore. This man's this man's is fine, and I think the album's gonna be good regardless. <laughs> I see you feel strongly about the weekend. I think that he this album will be good. I'm kind of you know I'm sick of the pop weekend too, to be honest. I don't mind it, but I definitely do think he's better when he's sad boy. Sure. Everybody likes him when he's sad boy. They think that he gives them permission to not, you know, commit or whatever. Is that what they think? That's what you think. Whoa, son. No denying that. Let's move on to the How uh, dare oh, you? Ops was good too. Vince Staples and who? Yugen. What did you just say to me? Black Rock? Dude, who is that? Who is this dude? Who? 
This dude. Hugen Blackrock. Can you say that one more time? Hugen Blackrock. He doesn't have a Wikipedia page. Yeah, he's pretty low key. You don't know who he is. I do know who he is. He's, he's is a he a rapper? He's like a rapper singer. Pretty low from key. where? What's Gugan from? Um, I don't know. Yeah, I actually don't know anything about him. I was just kidding. So you deceive the audience just as much as you deceive everybody else. I'm trying You're to figure out if the weekend is single or not. Okay, that's, that's not that important. Honestly, he's getting. not single. You trust me on the word, and you just go with it, man. The fuck. You know what, we're going to move on, because this is... What's next is there? Is this upsetting you? Yeah, you've upset me with your delays. You upset me with everything. Okay, what's uh, what's the next one? Let's just do one Kids more. Kids see ghosts. Oh, okay. Yeah, this will be our last one. Then we'll talk to... The, what you don't are we want to talk about to? Odd Future? Do you want to talk about Odd Future? Do that over Kids See Ghost, honestly. Kids See Ghost is two people. Mm-hmm. Five songs. Seven. Was it five songs? I was going to say. Yeah, but then they had the whole performance. Yeah, we could talk about Odd Future. All right. The we part. talked about them before. Obviously, Tyler had that album we mentioned in our last episode. Go check that out. Or two episodes ago, something like that. And um, they're a group. They released a couple <laughs> things. They have Camp Flognaw. Yeah, I don't know if that's Odd Future or just Tyler. I don't know if Odd Future is technically even still a thing. Their albums are pretty on brand with just being weird. So I guess that's really not a hard brand to... Well, it has to be sellable weird, though. <laughs> it has to be like funny, like their very distinct kind of humor. Let's be honest here. An odd future album is not coming in the future. Oh, no. No. So let's talk relative to when it was happening. Right. Tyler has fully changed who he is. Fully. Yeah, he's gone through a metamorphosis. Yeah. But if you look back at these projects, I don't think any one of them would even sit down with one another again to make a, a collab project based on all of their styles now and how yeah, I mean Earl Sweatshirt changed too some would say what I'm trying to get at here is what would an odd future project now even sound like it would be a lot of Charlie Wilson singing a lot of Tyler singing and like Earl doing his thing what what is what does that even be what's Dude, Earl's I don't thing know, man. I'm not a person what? I'm not an odd future guy I am, but I'm not. Like, I'm not a super fan. I like their music, but I, I don't know enough about them to comment on it, to be honest. I like their, I like Loiter Squad while I was on. Loiter Squad was a good show. So, what about, I mean, look, their, their, their mixtapes or their album that they did as a group back then, that was really to get them to the forefront. That was like to get noticed. Which worked. Which worked. They had this like tight knit friend group. People wanted to be their friends. They wanted to hang out with them. Some would say they inspired the whole group wave that is uh, happening now. Who would say that? A lot of people. Who? A lot of people. Are you one of them? I would say. Interesting. That's a hot take you have over there, partner. I mean, who else really influenced kids to be who they are more than Odd Future? It's a hot take there, partner. If you if you walk down the street, anyone our age... And you say Odd Future, they yeah, either. They know who they are. I'm not denying this. No, no. Saying it's a hot take they about either the group. Say the full. They finished the full name for you to confirm that they were deeply into it, or they just go, meh. And that just determines everything in our generation. I feel like really everything. I don't think that determines everything. I think it determines an opinion on a particular rap group. But you can tell a lot about a person if they do not like Tyler the Creator or Odd Future. 
Who who do you know that doesn't though? Who have you met that doesn't? Exactly. Not a person I'd want to meet. So there are out there. I have yet to find one. Oh, so you've never met someone who just went meh? No. Oh. Do you think everybody's their fan? Honestly, I think it's pretty hard not to be a Tyler fan at this point. At this point. Back if you're then, not a fan of his music, you're a fan of his fashion. If you're not a fan of <coughs> both. Exactly. You're you a know? fan of his ideas. Loiter Squad and Can't Flogman and shit. Flog now. Hmm. But back then, in terms of Odd Future, I would say about every three out of four person was a fan. Yeah, for sure. Think about how Tyler many of those donut himself. stickers were. Oh, yeah, dude. Everybody. And then the backpacks. and The, the backpacks. The bucket hats. Yeah. Like, they shaped pretty much everything, I think. They were, they were a big uh, influence on the on the, on the the our generation. They must have looked exactly. like That's to, what I'm to, saying. Other, so to people above inspired us. inspired the whole group phase. Oh, you wanted I don't to go know if they inspired friends. the group phase. You wanted to go out with your friends. You wanted to do hood rat shit. That hood, that hood rat shit turns into some creative I shit. I think that they def- redefined it, but that, that they got that from someone before them. And it just... Rap groups, I mean... I mean, yeah, the, I mean, everything in life is just getting it from someone else. But I'm saying in terms of our our age group... Yeah, maybe. They were the ones who probably inspired us. If not them, then ASAP. But more likely it was them. Yeah, I could see arguments for both. Some say it was a little bit of both. But I would say Odd Future, if you were really someone... What did our, they inspire us to do? You just wanted to do shit with your friends. You just wanted to do funny and cool shit with your friends. You wanted to, you wanted your life to be loiter squad. You wanted to wake up and well, skate. Well, yeah, for a certain for a certain respect. You wanted fans of every uh, something want that. Skating was huge for them. They skating see was that was their huge. real in to me. They got through to the skate culture. You think that that's what did it for them? No, I think that that's what helped though. I don't know if that. I think it was it solely you just the wild lyrics help. that they had. You can't say it didn't help. I think it made them more likable. So it helped. No. You just can't let me have one. I can't because you can't let Trippy have fans. No, he has fans, but they're not sure if they like him or not. They, If you're a fan of someone, you I, like them. I asked you. You couldn't give me a straight answer. Everybody heard it. I said I enjoy him. No, you didn't. You said, <gasps> and then that's it. Yeah, I have a Trippie Red project saved on my phone. I'm sure a lot of people do. I might even too. So but I'm just saying that his fan base, this mega fan base you claim. I didn't say mega. A lot of them are unsure if they like him or not. I did not say mega. You said, I said he had a fan base. It is substantial. What's over there? You see, man, this is why you're going to get, you are going to get. Taken in, man, and you're—they're gonna question you for something simple, and they're gonna end up thinking you've committed some great crimes. They're gonna think you committed one. No, I'll give them straightforward answers. You better be careful with your—you're like you know what you are to this house. You're like the Loki of the house. You're just (laughs) the god of mischief. You just can—I ask you, hey man, where's where's the uh, where's the butter stick? I need some butter for this. You'd, you'd, You'd be like. You'd be like, I'm laughing because that was me. That yeah. was the exact question <laughs> no. I asked you. And you'd be like, three days ago, you would you would say something like, "What do you need the butter for?" That's what. And you then said. I'd be like, "What do you mean?" I'm trying to cook something. You'd be like, "The butter is not at which where you seek it." And I'd be like, "All right, I'm not playing this game." That's this is what I say to <laughs> you no, on a daily no, basis. You have this all warped, man. I'm. <laughs> I'm 
you're listening to this, please help. I can't wait until I start my YouTube right, channel we, this house. Why don't we just move into what are we listening to, okay? What are you listening what to? What are you listening what to? Are you listening what are you to? happen to be in the buds today? What are in those buds? Bush did 9-11. That's what you're listening to? Sometimes. Um, We're in the Cosgrove, actually. Let me uh, pull up my Spotify since I'm being put on the spot here. Recently, I have been listening to The Life of Pierre Four. You're a little late to listen to that. I'm surprised. I listened to that when it dropped. No, but, um, well, let's do it the first time. I was like, oh, this is good, blah, 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 blah. Then let's do it. Um, people around me have been raving about it, so I was like, I'll go back and let's do it. And now I listen to it daily. Uh, more specifically, Poof and uh, Routine, Ballad, Be Mine. Pretty much all the songs on there are pretty, uh, pretty good. Surprisingly, because he's mostly just a producer. Um, recently, he's been arguing that his project is the best project that comes out, and it's been making some rappers upset. Um, young Ban, to be one of them. <laughs> um, What's, what does he do? What did he do? He's just, he's just like, my project's better than yours. And he's like, stick to producing. Um, and that was their interaction. But very good project. That's what I've been listening to. The Life of Pia. Four. 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 I have listened to the other ones, but uh, four is pretty good. Hey, what have you been listening to? <sighs> A lot of my same stuff, but uh, I did listen to Revenge of the Dreamers 3. We talked about that. Oh, um, I did listen to... Uh, um. I listened to a couple songs of Iris, which is allegedly his last album. I also listened to it. It's it's Sire, man. He made the same fucking album. Like he's done with music. He said he should be. He's, he's gonna become a full time inventor. Yeah, he's doing great things. He had the one song I'd say. He has a food truck that's giving out free vegan meals. He uh, what? Never mind. Just keep going. I'll just deal with that in a second. What was it? It doesn't matter. No, I lost my train of thought. Um, free meals. He's giving out vegan meals. Yeah, he's giving Jayden. out free vegan meals on his truck. Um, <clears throat> he's making box water. He doesn't need to rap. His dad's Will Smith. No, he doesn't. He's not very good at it. He makes good songs. He has good ideas, but him as a rapper is not... He can't carry that Amazing. Drum. Yeah. I don't know if I'd want to, like, pay to see just him on a show. He's just doing what Will Smith did. But Will Smith was better. Yeah, but he stopped. Well, he's Will Smith now. Right. And he's going to try to become Jaden Smith now. It's the father-son legacy, man. Yeah. What else have you been listening to? Is it just that? Oh, that was B. Is this what you've been looking for this whole time? Can you stop? I can literally... That's coming through the mic. Oh, sorry. You know what it's like to take you to the movies? It's horrible. You've never taken me to the movies. It's false. Why don't you take me on dates? I'm not dating you. Oh. All right, folks. I'm apparently single. You've been single for a while. Yeah, I have. Let's talk about that. That's our next podcast, folks. You know what I've been listening to? Silence, because you're not with anybody. On that note, boom, we're going to end this podcast. <laughs>
Find us everywhere. Follow us at Unwrapped. Is that car still out there? Yeah, still there. I think that dude's dead. Uh, find us everywhere. <laughs> Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor. Kalen listens to you on Stitcher. You can be like him. Um, if you want to be on the show, reach out. Max underscore Cambria. Yeah, we will but start probably doing reach our out guests to K because no one like talks to me. Um, we're just no waiting for our studio to get rebuilt. Well, it's been rebuilt. No, we that were was missing just some a bold faced. We were missing something. Lie. We were missing a mic. So come on down. Some other things to Jones Barbecue and Foot Massage. Jones Barbecue. Foot Massage. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me. Uh, at K Pricks on all social medias. And this has been another episode of Unwrapped.